Peter Bell is the Executive General Manager of Football of Fremantle. He's been kind enough to join us. Fremantle have certainly been in the news over the last couple of days in regards to Lockie Schultz and Liam Henry. Belly, appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Goss. No problems. Uh, winning? Did you win out of all of this? I mean, I'm Fremantle fans. I'm, 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 and I can only go by what I read on socials, not so much where I read in the media or listen to in the media. There seems to be mixed feelings about how you've gone over the last few days. Your thoughts? Yeah, that, that's fair. Mixed is a good way of describing it. You never like to lose players. Um, you know, unfortunately, I suppose... Uh, this is the way the industry is going, where there is a lot more player movement, um, and so it's never a good feeling when you when you lose players, um, particularly a player like Lockie Schultz, who um, had performed so well and was a, an important part of our plans, and, and and was a great pick by David Walls and his team uh, many years ago at the pick 57, I think. But you know he wears his heart on his sleeve, he plays with passion, and, and he'll be hard to replace. He will be. Now, uh, look, uh, we're seeing this a little bit more now, again, that players want to return for personal reasons, family reasons. When was the first time Lockie Schultz mentioned to you as a football club that for personal reasons and family reasons he wanted to go back to Melbourne? Oh, yeah. It, you, they're not connected, I suppose, um, in, in the same conversation, Goss, but uh, as you, you know, everyone who's been involved in footy clubs or even even you know, any organisation, you're really strongly aware of the personal circumstances in each and every person's life. Um, so we, we were aware of that in in Lockie and, and his partner's uh, lives. Um, and, and we knew there would there might be a pull back to Victoria for those reasons. But it was only sort of uh, around the start of the trade period that we became aware that, you know, that had escalated and circumstances had changed quite quickly and there was a stronger pull to head back to Victoria. So um, it was always there in the background, but connecting it to a move back to Victoria in a short time frame, um, that only came at the start of the sort of trade period. Morning, Bally. Um, obviously, a lot of the stuff that you've uh, you've acquired is for next year's draft. So you're seriously backing in the list that you have right now. Where is the improvement going to come from there, mate, to to resurrect what was been a disappointing year? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, Scotty. And I, I just think if you look across um, our squad, and particularly with, with with the age of that squad, we we did this exercise. Um, yesterday when we had a bit of spare time as well, you would hope that there'd be natural improvement in the vast majority of our, you know, our, our first 23, if you like, um, by virtue of, yeah, like I said, the, the age and another pre-season and, and getting them up into um, that, that sweet spot that you need to be in to, to contend to win to win finals and, and really push for the top, the top end of the eight. So we think there's a huge amount of growth and improvement in the majority of our players. A lot. Lockie is obviously a uh, a big loss. I, I love the way he goes about his footy. He's probably me, uh, my favourite docker. There was no doubt about that. Who replaces him, Belly? You, you know, your forward line is something that you've been tinkering with, and I think you've got it right now. But um, to to lose someone who brings that grunt, that tackling, and the pressure and everything that he does, who replaces him? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. I'm sure you'll get a lot of a lot of calls on that, particularly from keen Fremantle followers. Um, so yeah, look, and, and all of the points that you've made are absolutely true, true with Lockie, and, and I, I guess that's reflected in um, what Collingwood were willing to give up for him as well. Um, but it does provide a, a, a huge opportunity, and, and some of those players would include players like uh, Tom Emmett, who we saw a bit of late yeah. um, in 2023. 
Um, Sam Sturt hopefully gets some continuity with his body and we've seen him play some really good football at the Arthur level and, and of course we've also had players like you know Sam Switkowski, uh, Michael Frederick um, and, and Bailey Banfield as well who can all, all chip in and it's a wonderful opportunity to take uh, Lockie's minutes and games and uh, also obviously there's a chance to reboot through the draft as well and whilst it's unusual for a draftee to come in and have um, uh, the sort of impact that Lockie has had um, it can happen as well. Peter Bell, our guest, Executive GM of Football. We're talking about the trade situation down at Frio. So, Bell, as it stands right now, the indicative um, draft order, and it can change, of course, but there'll be ups and downs. 34, 46, 60 and 64. Uh, don't want to be disrespectful, but are you a player at all in this draft and is it all about next year? Oh, you love to have the picks at the top end. That's for sure, Doss. <laughs> Uh, you know, you get. A, uh, I heard Tim Lamb talking about it the other day in Melbourne, it being uh, very adept at getting right up the pointy end. Um, now that's going to be really difficult from 34. But as I started um, by talking about, you know, Lockie uh, Lockie Schultz is a pick at 57. I, I think that our recruiting team um, have done a wonderful job, particularly in recent times. So we're confident that we'll find a, a long-term player for us, no matter where we select in the draft. So. Um, you know, they'll, they'll get to work and they've already done a mountain of work, so hopefully they're making the right call on draft night. Have you, as we mentioned just before, you know, a lot of uh, your picks will be uh, future uh, future picks. Have you identified players in the draft for next year or has Wolsey identified players in next year's draft that uh, are of interest and that appeal to you now? Yeah, teams will be ahead uh, <clears throat> a couple of years. Now, draft can change immensely in the last year mm. and, you know, players can really rocket up the... Uh, rocket up the boards or can drop off for whatever reason. Um, but, yeah, we, we have eyes ahead on future drafts. And, and also, look, this year's draft um, is really even after the first sort of 10 or maybe, you know, maybe 12 or so. Um, so there were some other reasons why we're happy to sort of trade back and, and out and, um, and amass some uh, future first-round selections. That's not to say, though, that over the next well, month, or month or so that we won't get to work and, and maybe some of those future selections we'll use to to push ourselves back up in, in this year's order. That might even happen on draft night. We're, we're really open to seeing what eventuates. Peter, this is not me saying this. Oh. <laughs> I wa- Peter, I want to clarify. Oh, do you need to say thing. it? Yeah, because I, I want to go... It sounds go. like you, Goss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, very true, very true. But I, I'm going to ask the question that, I, and again, this is Fremantle fan feedback. Why is there so many people, players, leaving the club? Some some wanting to leave, some being traded out for various reasons, and a lot of people come back to go back to your leadership of a football department. How do you respond to that? Whether and I don't know whether what that all means, but they're saying that you're you know, you you might be a hard taskmaster, you might drive a hard bargain, you don't mollycoddle players. I don't know. But they're they they're driving it back, not even to your coach. They're going back to you as your role as executive GM of football. Yeah, that's a, obviously a fair question to to ask. Um, the the simple answer and, and the facts are that we're not an outlier for the competition on the number of players that um, have left the club over the last five or six years, or indeed come into the club in the last five or six years. We are at the upper end, but we're not an outlier to the competition. Mm. Uh, it sits really comfortably with me, the leadership at the club, whether that's myself or, or Justin or further up the chain. Um, I think we've got great empathy for our players and, and good connections. Players leave for a number of 
different reasons. Um, and like I talked about at the, the start of this conversation, there's a lot of different levers and mechanisms and players that all have their own reasons, whether that's opportunity, that's usually the number one. Players lead for greater opportunity. Sometimes it can be tied into to greater uh, remuneration as well. Others have the pull of home. It is different. Um, it's something we constantly look at. What's important for us is that we feel we have a really good nucleus of players who are committed to the club for a long period of time, and from that we think we can really build. Where you at with Sean Darcy, and was there any discussion whatsoever uh, about what you could possibly get for him or to move – not to move him on is probably the wrong word, but get what you could for him, or is it uh, now a matter of locking him in for a extended contract? Uh, zero discussions, and we're looking to lock Sean in for an extended contract and things are tracking positively. There you go. Definitive. Liam Henry, you loved him. You, you wrapped your arms around him. You put great mentors around him. He started to deliver what many believe was due, and he goes to St Kilda. I've got concerns about what he does at St Kilda. I've got concerns about Liam Henry in regards to living in Melbourne and not having that network that Fremantle put around him over a long, 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 long period of time. One, do you have concerns? And two, how much of how much sort of deflated feeling is there around Frio, knowing full well how much you did for Liam Henry to become the player and the young man that he is today? I would be for me to say uh, and talk about concerns. That's that's a matter for, for Liam, his family and his representation and, and they'll make the decisions that they think are best for Liam. Um, I guess at the time when Liam indicated that he, he wanted to um, leave Perth and head to, to Victoria, um, there was an element of disappointment because of those reasons that you articulated, Goss, a huge amount of work had gone into Liam. Liam had worked really hard and, and he just got his football to a point where he was starting to deliver really consistent uh, football out there on the wing. So we were disappointed. Um, obviously, um, he, he's, he's off to the Saints. Um, yeah, look, and, and I'm sure he'll, he'll get his best to, to make a really good, uh, strong fist of it. A lot of um, list managers and recruiting bosses and footy clubs have had a comment on this and I'm interested to know your, your view. If you were sitting in... Rowan O'Brien's seat right now, would you keep pick one <laughs> from what you know about Harley Reid? Uh, look, I, look I, it's not really for me to talk about what, what West Coast uh, should or shouldn't do. Um, but they've got really experienced people making those decisions. Um, I guess what I would say is they're in no hurry to make any decision at all. So they uh, can just sit back and listen to what other clubs have to say and then make the, the, the decision that they think is best. One of our listeners, Noddy, is Fremantle looking at a mature age drafter, i.e. Sean Manor from Werribee? Um, of course, he's a, a, a Michael Barlow product. Yeah, well, I think anyone who watched uh, the, the, the VFL final between Gold Coast and uh, Werribee, Sean was one of the players that uh, stood out. So I'm sure he'll attract some interest. We, we haven't gone to that level of detail. Well, I certainly haven't. The recruiting team has. Um, and we'll cast our eye over prospective draftees over the next month or so. Appreciate your time. Are you exhausted already by all of this? If you've been, a, <laughs> it sounds. I mean, are you? He's looking, pretty fit, Belly. No, I know that. He's pretty fit. You, do you get a break straight after the draft, or do you go before the draft? What happens? How do you get? How do you regenerate your uh, batteries? I know it's pretty. Uh, it's all, all encompassing what you do. I actually had a couple of breaks. It's. It's look. It is fatiguing at times, but it's a great job and. You really do pinch yourself that you get to work in uh, work in football. So I'm not complaining at all. It, it is um, a massive industry that never really stops or takes a break, but it's a great privilege. And 
uh, to be involved in, and representing Fremantle and one that I really cherish and I'm thankful for. Uh, good on you, mate. Appreciate you taking our call today and all the very best. Uh, are you done? You're not doing any more. You're, not, you're finished now for the, for, for the trade pre-trade period. You're not going to pull, pull a rabbit out of that over the next 24 hours? Well, yeah, yeah you, you learn not to be surprised and you never say never. <laughs> but um, no. look, there's still a bit of work that's ongoing around, you know, where your draft selections currently sit and you just want to sit and listen and talk to other clubs and, and see whether you might be able to come up with something that's mutually beneficial. But from a player perspective, um, yeah, we, we think we're done, but we'll just wait and see and you never really know until the deadline. Good luck getting Logan McDonald next year. Appreciate your time, Belly. <laughs> <laughs> you slipped that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, always great to chat. Good on you, mate. There he is, Peter Bell. He okay. is the GM of football, executive GM of football down at Freo. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on those responses? Oh, I, I, look, Belly's in. The consummate professional, there's no doubt about that. And at the end of the day, what happens, happens. Like two players have wanted to leave. Um, there, there has to be some issues there in why they've had a, a number of players want to leave, but they'll keep addressing that. They'll keep looking at that and they'll keep trying to get the people that they want. Sometimes the, the player, there's a player and then there's a, a person as well. And you've got to try and match those two to be as close as you possibly can. You know, that makes sense to you. Like, so... And they'll continue to try and get those those people in. I, I I think Collingwood hasn't given much away for Lockie Schultz. So, and I know a lot of. I think it's a. Geez, if it's I think Frio have done well in that. Well, I think that they get a first round pick next 34 year. Thirty-four and a first round pick next yeah. year. If Collingwood have to fall off the cliff, otherwise it's eighteen nineteen. I don't think Collingwood's going to fall off a cliff. Okay. Everyone expected them to do that this year. They no. won the flag. Yeah, sure. So You're only I, as good I, as your last game, and their last game was good. I don't think they fall away anyway. So yeah, their first round pick next year is, let's say it's. Even, 15 to 19. But there's a manoeuvre there for Fremantle. They get yeah. Collingwood's first pick plus their own first pick, plus they've got another pick inside, so they're going to have three inside the first round. They're going to manoeuvre their way up the list. They're, 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 Which they're is what he mentioned just before. Very clever so, work, uh, I reckon, by Fremantle. Yeah, well, we'll wait and see. These are things that we, we sit back and we we make our judgments on them right now and here and then, but as you know, we were speaking to Mick Ablett before, is like these sort of – Deals and that you got to wait two, three years, sometimes four, to see if they've really worked or not, and then you go back in hindsight and you say, "Well, yes or no." Would you go a mature age player if you're free? Do they need that bigger body in the middle? I mean, you've already got Will Brody and haven't played him. Yeah. Now he's got three years they to need run. another defender. Alex Pierce getting. You've got Brennan Cox. Brennan Co- oh, Young's got to go in the midfield, so he's just, they've got yeah, to, they've got, they've got to, they've got to, for me, they've just got to put him in there and leave him there. Yeah. Um, the, With roles? Because he can find his own footy too, but he's always been, he's been that defender, so he's always had a role. He's always had a man to stop first. Yeah, I, I, no, I don't, he, I don't like attacks. that. No, I'd much rather him be the offensive, he, you know, he kicks it deep. That's oh, something, yeah. that's something and that covers the ground. Sarong and Brayshaw don't do. No. They're not big kickers of the ball. They get no. the ball and they're terrific. And He's I love got them. serious penetration. He, correct. And, you know, metres gained in the middle of the ground, he could be very dangerous. Maybe they just gave him that stopping role towards the end of this season just gone to give him that defensive mindset in the middle of the ground as well, not just about winning your own ball. Maybe they unleash him next year. Liam Henry, do you understand where I'm going with Liam Henry? So Absolutely. He could go one of two ways. Yep. He could love Melbourne Town and just thrive on it, yep. or he could get absolutely lost in the mess. And swallow it up. It, it's, it is a big place. Um, big call for him. Sometimes uh, with with certain players, sometimes you need that family around you, that, that as you were just mentioned, but also there's others that it's not too bad to get away from them as well. So maybe he can just go over to Melbourne now, concentrate on, on, his, on his footy with under Ross, 
and uh, he might absolutely thrive. He might Correct. love it. It's, a, it's an interesting one. Normally, it's the other way around, isn't it? Coming home to family, but he's off on his own to uh, to take on the world on his own. So, good luck to him. It'll be an in- interesting watch. Let's take a break. And this was Liam Henry's message to Saints fans yesterday. Scotty Ingalls. Hi, St Kilda fans. It's Liam Henry here. I'm really excited to get over and get on board with the St Kilda Football Club. I hope to see you guys soon, and I'll be touching down in Melbourne real soon. Thank you.